0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
1: Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes.
2: I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. What's up,
3: everybody? Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Julio sitting here with my old pal, Francis.
0: Old pal. How
3: you doing, dude?
0: Man, I'm good. I'm good. All is well with me. No complaints.
3: (laughs) Dudes, I went to, I had a physical this morning, and Hill Dog also had a doctor's appointment. And I was walking by where I thought her appointment might be, and she goes, I'm here, and I was literally where she was. It's as if I had followed her.
0: Same office?
3: No. So I was walking to mine, but I walked near hers, and she was in the Starbucks that I was walking by when she texted
0: me. Oh, that's weird.
3: Oh, funny, funny you say that. I'm here, too. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was almost sus. And whenever, whenever I'm wearing a colorful outfit, like I am today, I have this kind of bright blue hoodie, I have these, these like green bird dogs on, and she goes, oh, anytime she like doesn't approve of that, she'll comment on the color scheme. She just goes, oh, look at you, the blue and green boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
3: like, god damn it. So I just feel like a fucking, I don't know what I feel like, but too colorful, I guess.
0: Julia's wearing the, limited edition alternate side parking thursday rope hat yes i am those flew off the shelves
3: and i don't know they also it also flew off my head in the middle of the fucking pacific ocean That's i right. then retrieved it you got I was, it back i was allowed to go off of the path in the sort of eco-preserved galapagos they allowed me to run and reach my hand into the ocean where i was able to yeah retrieve
0: better it. on your head than in the gullet of some pelican
3: <laughs> and i gotta be honest dude the salt water really did it well i feel like It has a nice little kind of like worn look now. Mm. And I really like this hat.
0: That hat has been some places. It's a good hat. Well, um, there are a number of things I want to bring to your attention. Love it. I love it. So the first is, for whatever reason, I've been riding the subway more lately. Than than usual? Mm -hmm. Did I say this last time? So it's increased even from last time. (laughs) It's up it's up a lot. I I'm on the subway a lot now. And the homeless did I talk about the homeless people on the subway?
3: You, uh like like getting in for free?
0: No, this is a different issue uh-huh. on the actual train. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh it's the most I've ever seen um in terms of of homeless people on the train. Not making a judgment here. You know, take that as you want. It's just a fact. I've never seen it. I was on going into the city at 8:30 in the morning so mm-hmm. you know rush hour in people theory. commuting was in was it busy yeah busy cool and on a, on a subway car uh on the on the ones that are like modern the blue ones mm-hmm. not the not the r I line i know exactly what you're talking about um you've got 6 benches okay so there's one on the left side of the car there's one in the middle and then there's one on the right on two on sides. each side yeah. 3 of the six benches had a homeless person sleeping horizontally oh god prone that's so frustrating prone bone prone boning the bench very frustrating three of the six that is if you figure it's four people per bench right or it's i mean it's 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 more. more um i mean you're talking about displacing the seats of
3: many many people 18
0: 25 people that have paid for their rides
3: it's rare to see even more than one horizontal person
0: it really is so this this was a lot now am i allowed to gently shake the foot of one of these sleeping homeless people and say would you mind if i sit down
3: so maybe, but I got to be honest, there's a, there's a high risk associated with waking the dragon. Is so that right? Do you I think mean, so? Dude, some of these guys and, and, and women too, they, they can be very hostile. Like there's been times where like I've gotten harassed. There's the one guy, there's one guy who doesn't talk. He just goes, and he gets in your face. I've seen him get in people's faces. It's to the point where like one time he got in my face and he had done it a number of times. I've seen this guy over the years many times. And I was like, I promised myself that if he does that to me again, I'm going to knock him out. I was like, if this guy gets in my face again, dude, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face.
0: I have this, I have this vision too. And like
3: there, it's appropriate. Like the, the way, the reason why not to sound like a monster, but like we allow that to happen. Cause we're like, ah, that guy's life sucks. We'll let him have this one. And you know, it gets to the point where it's like, how much can you tolerate if these people aren't in my face, even if they smell like shit, I'm not that bothered by it. But it's like when you start getting antagonized, By people. Oh, you're worried. They're like dangerous. It's dangerous.
0: If the person were not homeless, you'd have the same feeling. If the person were dressed in normal clothes, were getting in your face and doing that on the subway, you'd feel like you need to defend yourself.
3: Absolutely. It's a different, it's a totally different yeah.
0: So I don't know. I've only seen one time in my life someone wake up one of those sleeping people on the bench and make them move. And I still to this day think of the person who did it as a hero.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What what happened?
0: I mean, it was like (laughs) a guy in you know work boots and Mm. probably a construction worker or you know some I don't know some a man.
3: He looked like he was going to build
0: something. He was wearing like Carhartt pants that were faded. Tools, you know, I I I I, yeah, I can't even remember. Just a just a hardened guy who was not gonna take. This yes, not take someone lying down, lying down, (laughs) and he just did the most normal human thing, which is that he like went over and sort of gently shook the guy's foot, foot, and the guy woke up like, "What you know? Who who dareth? Oh God, waken me from my deserved slumber!" And the guy just went, "Can you go like that?" And the guy like, "All right," pulled his feet in and. The guy sat down wow. and i still think back and i'm like why is that not allowed so again what's wrong I, I, with that so I, I that's the way that's supposed to happen you agreed now it's he, possible that these people went to sleep on the subway at like one in the morning and they're not aware that it's nine a.m right they that's might not know possible. that it's rush hour and just gently being like, "Hey, sorry, a hundred people are trying to sit down. The night's over. You've slept enough, right? It, you know, can you move?" And they might. So the, there's just there's potential
3: complications. First of all, you know, sometimes these people they're not even they don't even have like shoes on. So if you're touching their foot, you're touching their actual foot. Do you want to touch someone? No, I wouldn't. You know what I mean?
0: I wouldn't do that. It can
3: become like I don't want to touch the person. Most likely, you know, and not like they're not all gross but some of them are disgusting like they've mm-hmm. like shit their pants like there's like yeah and like it smell like you know what i mean so that's yeah. the other thing you don't want to sit next to them because they may have recently yeah peter shit themselves
0: of course of course i am not <laughs> unfortunately i'm not i'm not waking up you know if you are sleeping in your own fluids sleep away uh i'll let i'll let them have that one <laughs> you know for sure <laughs> I, Dude, I, mean, and that I, like, I get it you know if we're all we've all been so sleep that we've pissed the bed and <laughs> never in my life have I been in that situation and been like oh you're waking me up yes you're right <laughs> I should move over a little in this soiled bed
3: <laughs> you know I get yeah, that good. I get that is. <laughs> Ryan is fucking TKO'd
2: <laughs> in the corner, dude. I love it. Oh, Bro, man. that's so funny.
3: I mean, yeah, dude. It's it. <laughs> it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. And there's something annoying about you know I, I you know I'm not gonna sh- fucking shit on a person who's down on their luck. You know what I mean? But like people who are ass, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Period. It does it. Being an asshole transcends sort of your state in society. Yeah, or your contribution to society. You don't need to be an asshole. Don't be mad at me that I don't happen to have a quarter, dude. I'm sorry. I wasn't anticipating running into you today. Yeah. You know, how many times have you gotten ah, Like, fuck off.
0: Dude. Well, well the, the correct response should be, do you have Venmo? <laughs> and then they'll be like, what? Venmo, you're no. right No. And then you're like, well, then I can't help you, but I was willing. I'm willing I'm to willing give you to money. I just need you to m- modernize. <laughs> I'm willing to Nobody episode. carries cash anymore. It's worthless.
3: It's a tough hustle. It's a tough hustle?
0: Yeah. Now, okay. Listen, I I pitched that to you knowing that knowing that it's not the right thing to do. I
3: don't think it's I this is the thing. It is the right thing
0: to do. It's the right thing to do, but nobody's going to do it but because it's it's, we it. all fear the unknown. It's not worth Because there are so many people standing looking at the fact that one person is sleeping knowing we could all be sitting if one person were willing to to mention this i know know. and and by the way we're not even taking that guy's seat he just needs to sit instead of sleep right right. fully stretched or god forbid curl your legs in and give us two seats totally somehow something nobody has ever slept more comfortably than the people that are sleeping on the subway they are stretched to the max. It's wild. Their spines are elongating due to the motion of the train. <laughs> Whatever it is. But, you know, if I had never seen that guy wake that guy up, I probably would never have <laughs> thought of this. How long ago did that happen? I don't know. But it was one of the great, a while ago. It was one of the great moments of my New York tenure. <laughs> I was like it's that simple. <laughs> you just need to be a rugged guy and do the polite thing.
3: I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, like all that says to me, it's like if you're willing to live out to live outside, if you're willing to make the world your home, like that, they're can, not
0: living outside. They're living on the train
3: in pu- living in public. <laughs> 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 you're willing to live in public you really can get away with a lot dude it's look, just a big ask
0: look again unfortunately i i'm, I'm with you and i'm like all right this <laughs> is where we're supposed to say we're not we feel bad for you know homeless people and this is uh it's not as simple as that they're whatever all that stuff we're oops the podcast we try to be thoughtful of course i am focusing on a very narrow issue which is just how do you get someone to not sleep full out on the subway and yes
3: i do mean, i would also argue like how do we stop people from shitting their pants and hanging out with us <laughs> <laughs> how can we prevent that i would like to prevent that you know <laughs> like, clearly there's something wrong with the guy who's doing that
0: you think that's the. <laughs> the the thing we need to tackle first no
3: no i think that's next i think first that's after the sleeping is a more
0: solvable sleeping seems more solvable i'm gonna i want to tackle on (laughs) on an on an order of easily solved (laughs) you know i'm a guy who on saturday has a to-do list and i'm going for the easiest ones first because you build that momentum totally by tackling your smaller tasks Uh, yeah yeah um (laughs) guys
3: if you're thinking about starting a podcast And monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now
0: okay very very good now here, here's another thing i'm going to throw your way totally different <laughs> totally total change of pace a little left turn here this is something i was thinking about it's interesting to me that we go from in life in dating uh from Meeting the other person's parents being almost like a prerequisite to hanging out to n- meeting the parents becoming the, like, the last thing that happens when you hang out.
3: Meaning in, in the trajectory of age, like so when think, you're 16, so, you have to meet the parents. Dude, when I was it's
0: 16, I met the parents of every single girl that yeah. I was hanging out with. Same, and instantly, I, yeah. And you it was guys, the first thing that happened. You guys remember my
3: story where I was caught because I happened to be in the local newspaper for some tennis thing. The time where I didn't meet them, it was a big deal. Is my point? She lied and said she was hanging out with another guy because they hadn't yet met.
0: Yeah, her. right right that,
3: you know, but anyway like you out uh, it's you It's a prerequisite
0: hi you go into the kitchen hi mrs so-and-so hi mr so-and-so nice to see you all as well uh yep soccer's going great yada yada okay we're gonna go watch a movie bye yeah i'll have her back bye or no but like you go you know you go to the basement oh, of their oh house. Right, right, right right you're at their house right, right
3: right you sit on opposite ends of the couch sure
0: or a date <laughs> or a date you know you're, you're meeting yeah, yeah. the parents every time every time as a way of hanging out one-on-one with the, with the lady it's how you get the permission and then you get to a point in life where all of a sudden it's like months yeah until i think we're ready to introduce you to my parents right or you know what i mean It becomes if you were to do it
3: prematurely it's like extra yeah Like he's being a little extra
0: yeah, people get freaked out if you're like, "I'd like to meet your parents."
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that a funny, weird? Yeah, it is weird thing I think it turns on its head like that. And when does it flip? I think adulthood.
0: And what's adulthood?
3: Graduate, like being an, being a legal adult, like when you're 18. That yeah, all of a sudden it turns.
0: So it's it's out of it's out of high school. Yeah, maybe because it- you can be 18 in high school and and you're still meeting. Yeah, parents,
3: and it, it 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 even transcends like if you live at your parent with your parents, still because like once you've gone away to college and you've lived on your own, when you come back that summer, so the rules have changed.
0: That's what it is. That's what it is. It's when you live with your parents, you have to introduce.
3: Yeah, them. but not not post having gone to college, like because you come back for that summer. Say you're you're living at home, like many people do. The rules have now changed. You no longer have to be like, hey, I'm going here. You don't have to ask permission anymore. Right. You know.
0: Right, and and bringing a lady home from college to introduce to your parents, even freshman year, after freshman year, is a big deal. Definitely, that's a big deal. Definitely, isn't that fun?
3: It is fun. It's quite fun.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying to think. I don't even know when this was. I really don't know when this was. I must have been, I don't know, twenty two or three or something, and I went home to Maine. And I was single and I like got on Tinder, just downloaded it. And I had met a, I had gone to the coffee shop, the next town over, and seen a somewhat cute girl, uh, barista or whatever, and, you know, smiled at each other. And then I got on Tinder and I, I saw her on Tinder. Wow. And we both what? matched and we immediately started talking. She was like, Were you in the coffee shop? Yeah, hey, whatever. Agree to hang out. And we don't know. We don't. We don't have anywhere to go, you know. Mm. So she like. How old are you at this point? I think I'm twenty one, twenty two.
3: Right. So what do you mean you have nowhere to go? What? Maybe I'm
0: twenty four.
3: Why would you have nowhere to go? Oh, to like hook up.
0: Yeah, right. I, it's either or at get a hotel. It's either at our house, right. where I'm staying, or rent a hotel room, which right. is super shady. Yeah. Um. And so she comes over to hang hang out and I have to introduce her to my parents. Oh, man. And it was like,
3: this is weird. Was it funny? Did you guys like, think it was funny? I think,
0: I, think my, I think afterwards, my parents were like, kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> every girl that I had introduced them to over the last five, six years that I had any romantic designs with, I was like, "Mom, Dad, I have someone for you to meet," and they're like, "Ooh, you know, excited." Right. Whereas this, I, I'm like, "I have this. I have a friend coming over." And they're like, "What?" Yeah, right. I'm like this is a random girl we met <laughs> at the coffee shop. And they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, just, <laughs> you know. It's so, weird.
3: did you have an area where you could hang out privately? At least
0: we like walked around <laughs> outside, walked down the road. <laughs> you know, nice. dude. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> you know I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of it but it was such a strange throwback to high school at an age where I was like I I'm paying rent in New York like I have complete independence and yet because of where I am I am it's beholden to the old rules of introducing you I can't sneak a, a, a human around my parents house yeah you know so i don't know it's odd
3: it's funny you mention that this is not the same thing but this is something that is kind of for some reason feels related as far as like protocol for life things a friend of mine was telling me he's like so i was hanging out with his sister and the girl the guy that, that she's dating and he's like and he asked for my permission if i could that he he had, he was intending to propose and i'm like is that a thing Asking for the siblings. Oh. Is that a thing? I'd never heard of that. And I don't know if he was just like upselling it. Mm. And saying it as if he had asked where he was just really just telling him.
0: hmm Interesting.
3: You don't have to fucking ask the siblings permission, do you?
0: I, I don't know the answer to that. I think. I mean, what I did was I. I called her parents and was talking to them and just sort of said, like, I'm intending to do this, I want your blessing. They were so, so honored to be to be asked that or just to be, you know, brought into the loop. And I was so glad to have done it. And then I sort of said, you know, should I I, I think I'm thinking I'm gonna call uh her stepsisters as well to let them know. And they were like, that's a great idea. They'd be so honored too. But I had this worry of of including just that the circle was getting bigger of people that were in the know. And I, mm. I you know, it's so anxiety inducing for the guy to propose that the, the, the tighter you keep that circle. Totally. Cause I had told my parents and I had told my sister. And so her husband knew and all of a sudden you're like, man, so many people know before my fiance knows, it feels terror. like I'm almost sneaking around behind <laughs> right, her right. back, you know? But then it was like, once I told the siblings and then I told whatever, a a friend or two, then I like started going on stage (laughs) and doing bits about it (laughs) and telling audiences like, oh, I'm going to propose soon. Like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, then it became fun. And, you know, the secret was kind of out. But I don't know, man. I think think asking a sibling is, I actually think it's kind of nice. I don't think you have to. Right. It's nice though. But it's it's nice when the family feels included agreed
3: agreed and i i also and you are the one who like kind of brought this to my attention but the idea that like you don't just ask the father you ask both parents is a very nice thing i think
0: yeah well julio (laughs) i've been finding myself without my beloved fiance sierra a lot of weekends lately she's just been Leaving me for all... I don't even know where she goes. Gallivanting. Yeah, she she leaves. And when she leaves, I have two options. Order delivery food, which is wildly expensive and never particularly good. Or I can utilize my beloved HelloFresh. It's the best. It's awesome. It just simplifies the process of cooking such that I don't feel like I have to go through the crazy process of Reading a recipe and, you know, chopping up green onions to the right amount or worrying that I've put too much garlic, any herbs, all that stuff. You don't have to
3: be creative with the process. Yeah.
0: It's just, it makes everything easy and it's the perfect way for me to cook for myself uh, when she's not around. It's amazing. HelloFresh
3: is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality and you can save on average around 65 bucks per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. Money right back in your pocket. HelloFresh orders 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week, including veggie, fit and wholesome, family-friendly, gourmet options, providing plenty of variety.
0: Go to HelloFresh.com slash OOPS16 and use code OOPS16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash OOPS16 and use code OOPS16 and you'll get 16 free meals and three free gifts.
3: HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. But dude, I was th- I was thinking about your uh, engagement party. It was Sierra's birthday party, but your engagement party.
0: Yeah,
3: um, dude, her stepdad was a bro. He was really like a pure bro. Like <laughs> he was like holding down the kitchen really hard. Yeah, like, he really did. making thing making sure things like weren't getting fucked up and like he putting is, in food and like he was solid.
0: Dude, he's routinely the MVP guest at like just about every. Event I've ever been. He to. was a very yeah. high value add. He's I so much value add. He's so just on the ball. Like puts puts the benefit of the party ahead of his own enjoyment of it. You know, and all of that. And very paternal. Just, yeah, he's 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 on it, dude. Johnny on the spot is great. I love it. Um. Okay. So speaking of that party, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have a birthday party.
3: I know, dude, and I I hope that I'm able to to fin- to like maneuver my way that's and right. be able to come you still you can't even come no that's okay I'm supposed to be in Albany we'll see I mean hopefully there's some way that I can figure out a way to attend are you
0: guys of- around Ryan Chris March 26th it's my actual birthday how many times does your birthday fall on a Saturday it's not often not often well, damn must nice. be nice it
3: must be nice yeah
0: <laughs> 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 uh march 26th my birthday i'm thinking apres ski themed how does that sound to you guys fun you know you you can do it up as much as you want you don't have to
3: i mean, i'm looking forward to that. that assuming that i can figure out a way to come
0: i just want like i want to be up there dancing want to <laughs> get the the fire pit going some heat lamps wear something sick from monkler yeah maybe go buy more stuff from there here's something frustrating I went in there again yesterday. That store is a problem.
3: Did you buy anything?
0: No. But I'm You want more shit? Well, here's here's the issue, Julio. <laughs> my New York City's a trap now that I live in Brooklyn. So I had work from nine to eleven in New York City. And then I had a doctor's appointment at two fifteen to look at my hand.
3: <laughs> from the basketball? Correct. In New York City, seven in weeks, Manhattan,
0: seven weeks after the injury, I in, finally went and saw a doctor. Correct. Yeah. How's the hand? Not as bad as I had thought. As I had. How feeling. does it feel? Feels okay. That this is the reason I went. It healed, and then it started hurting again. Mm. And then I was like, "Oh, this healed wrong. Mm. This is bad. This is that worries me more yeah, than anything. Totally, totally. So they um, Have to break it again. Yeah. So, something. Sometimes something bad would have to not. happen. Yeah, Yeah. Um, the <laughs> tendons are all torn. Oh. But the bones didn't the bone didn't break and, and and a lot of the time with fingers, I guess the their bone shards will pull away from the tendon and that and then float around in your face and that's where you've that's bad. Me. That did not happen though. That didn't happen. Oh, the x-rays were fine, were clean. And by the way, I don't know what it would take to break my fingers if this did not break them. Because the what happened to my hand on that basketball court. Was pure torture. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, uh, the guy pres- prescribed me Pregnizone, which mm-hmm. is an anti-inflammatory, and he said, uh, it you know it 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 do you have a hard time sleeping because I want you to take a low dosage of this but four times throughout the day, um, and it tends to rev people up, mm. and now I don't want to take it. You should at least try. I haven't even gone to the pharmacy to pick it up. Wow. I don't like drugs, man. I know. I feel you. I don't like drugs.
3: So, But it'll heal either way. It'll just make it more pleasant. I have this
0: weird... It, it, it's going to take the swelling down and somehow expedite the healing process of the fingers.
3: I mean, I, hear, I, I do hear ya. Do you.
0: Do you just abide by whatever doctors tell you every time you go?
3: Pretty much until like I start feeling like shit from it. If I don't feel any side effects, then I do it. If I feel side effects that I don't like, I either ask them or stop.
0: I think part of the problem is that I've been watching so much Euphoria that I'm just terrified of.
3: (laughs) How far are you? I'm still. I'm a couple episodes behind. I have
0: two episodes left. Oh, season two.
3: I think we're now caught up. I think we're now on the same page because I think I also still. How many season two episodes are there? Eight.
0: There's eight eight total. I think
3: I have either two or three more. Oh, yeah. Sweet. We're in a good
0: spot. Two left.
3: Got pretty crazy, right?
0: I just it's the best show. Pump the brakes. We no 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 spoilers, nothing. No, of course, wouldn't do that. But my god, what a show. It's I It's good. I, I mean, I don't think it's a hot take for me to say I think it's the best TV show I've ever seen. <laughs> like that Sopran, Sopranos is up there. I you know, it's good. If right? I went back it's and so watched good. Sopranos again, I would probably say Sopranos and and maybe Breaking Bad ahead of Euphoria, but i it's in the conversation it's elite for sure it's really in the conversation um I've just it's the most original whatever we did this last episode. I'm not gonna suck euphoria's dick for another ten minutes, even though I want to
3: the many dicks of euphoria that even you though are I want to
0: and by the way, I will say this uh rue, who's the actress Zendaya won the she won the Emmy for best actress she in a drama for season 1. Very deserved. In season 2, she blows her performance in season 1 out She's of the She's really word. good, yeah. It, it she hit a different level She's really good, of man. acting where I'm like, "Oh my god. Excessible. I didn't know you had this in you. I knew you were great and it was understated in season 1, but I did not know you had this in you. Mm-hmm. You're this is an Oscar performance. This is like you're a Generational talent. She killed it. Yeah, she's um, great. Hey, Julio, how's your NFT situation going? It's
3: going well. It's, yeah, yeah, it's been going really well. Um, which is great. Knock on wood. I hope it continues to.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but you know, while I'm in the pursuit of NFT greatness, I uh continue to use Coinbase and Coinbase Wallet.
0: That's the best place to do it. It's the best place to do it. Yeah.
3: Um, really great, really easy, really user friendly. Like we said in previous episodes. My dad uses it, um, and you can buy a whole variety of cur- currencies, stuff that you guys I'm sure have heard of, but like Bitcoin and Ethereum, as well as other things that maybe you're not as familiar with. Uh, but it's a great place to get started if you're looking to get into the crypto game. Uh, for a limited time, new users can get $10 of free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com oops. Sign up at coinbase.com oops for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offers for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com Oops. Dude, again, I think I said this in the last episode, but I want to double down on this thought. The heightened drama really works when high school kids are the people in the story. Yeah. Because they really, but dude, when you're that age, you really believe that things are such a big deal when they're not. And it it's more realistic to me. Yeah, And when it's that way with adults. Fine. Because they do that with adult shows too. And you're like.
0: Yeah, but I do find myself a lot of the time thinking like, who on earth had a high school experience like this? Who yeah. on fucking earth is, is
3: yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Guns and like, you know, fucking the, some of the stuff that happens, you're like, come on.
3: Maybe like the way the story plays out, but like, like scene by scene, like the, it feels, it feels the drama feels real to me. Like the emotion, the like, Thinking that this stuff matters that much is yeah. a very high school. You know?
0: Yeah, I also find um, Jacob Bellorti to be uh, distractingly handsome.
3: The Australian guy? Yeah, Nate. Yeah, he's good. I
0: think he's a, he, he's a little too good looking. Does it bother you? Well, it's just like <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody looks like that <laughs> in high school. How old is that guy? Twenty four. Twenty four. You he six foot up. five. He's a big boy. So tall. He's a big boy. Um, he's impossibly manicured in his face. You know, Zendaya, all the other characters are, I think, a little flawed. Zendaya, they, they're not afraid. They don't put much makeup on her. It doesn't look like you see some skin breakouts, stuff like that. I find that to be really nice uh, in terms of selling me on the grittiness and the realism of the right. show. Whereas Jacob Elordi, there's not a hair out of place for even a second mm. for he, he's the only Ken doll of the show really even sure. Cassie who's supposed to be the hot chick you know she's imperfect she's mm. blubbery and her tears and uh I don't know he is a little like Sears catalogy for me does that make sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little Abercrombie model
1: um yeah
0: i don't
3: know if you guys heard chris chris said here chris repeat that
2: doesn't that like play into his character though of him being this like perfect guy but he does other stuff um, you know, without saying anything i hear yeah. what i
3: i i hear i hear both of you france i get what you're saying francis it's like you want because like these are kids you know what i mean yeah. like what are the odds that this character is like this Adonis, just like the best looking guy in the history yeah. of, of the world. Yeah.
0: Um, I, but maybe that's what he's
3: supposed to be to Chris's point.
0: There's a scene. I'm not giving anything away. Just a second of a scene <laughs> where he's lifting weights in season two. And he's doing overhead presses with dumbbells. I don't even remember. And they're like 15 pound dumbbells. And I was like. I got him on this you one, you little bitch. How much can I you do? I knew, I knew you weren't strong, you string bean little willy boy.
3: Yeah, but dude, he had to do like five takes of that. That's probably why. They
0: Give a, me a break, dude. How much if can you do? They're like the type of weights that you you know you'd see a mom walking with down the neighborhood.
3: You're looking big, dude. By the way,
0: I mean, all right. Well, I appreciate that, but you know, look, he he has a swimmer's body. His body, yes, he does. is a swimmer's body, which is a. I love those bodies. The sort of long torso. Francis loves
3: that body. I've seen him like I we look. we were looking at Dylan Palladino.
0: Yeah, I love that. Shirtless body.
3: once, and Francis goes, I love his body, dude. Yeah. He goes, Swimmer's body. Swimmer's <laughs> body.
0: Long torso, <laughs> wide shoulders, um, you know, uh muscular but not beefy. Right. Um sort of that very athletic, long, sinewy look. I do love that. Um and that's Jacob Alordi. That's Nate for to a T. But dude, even like fifth. 15 pound, these dumbbells that he was doing overhead press because it was a scene that was meant to be like he's he's really intense now, yeah, yeah he's yeah. angry he's working out and you're like couldn't they have given him fake 50 pound dumbbells <laughs> 80 whatever it is like he's supposed to be this freak athlete he's a football player
3: yeah he's yeah.
0: on the show he's not a swimmer right it's quarterback yeah and, uh, I don't know. I, 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 that gave me that. That gave me like, ah.
3: You like that? you like, I got one on oh, them, this.
0: guy's a bitch. this
3: punk. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, why are guys like that? Like, you'd think that that would be the perfect body for a pitcher. Like long and muscular, but not like, not like oppressive muscle. Like you're not like, right? Yeah. Like a tall, lanky guy. Is that what pitchers are like?
0: A lot of the time.
3: Yeah. It makes
2: sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, think of Tim Lincecum.
3: Yeah, like, dude, I, I literally, sh- I was the biggest baseball fan, and in two thousand and three, I quit cold turkey, and I have not followed baseball. Oh, since. okay. Something about like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what happened there, mm-hmm. but you
0: know, um, right. all right, where were we? This is uh, I've euphoria, Jackness, pivoted
1: a lot of times.
0: Okay, yeah, I I don't know if I had more on that. There was some. Oh, yeah, birthday party. Oh, I was thinking of doing it as a Euphoria-themed birthday uh, party.
3: That's fun, actually. Yeah, I would be Fez, bro. I would just show up shaved Yeah, head. dress
0: as your favorite character or Yo, some amalgamation bro. of them all. You tripping. Yeah, he speaks very slowly. <laughs> Angus Cloud. He's great. Yeah, big fan of him. Um, fun, dude. I was thinking of doing that, but I, I think Ski is more in keeping with the season because it's going to be March 26th, which by the way is, is not a great time of the year to have your birthday. Why? Well, it's it's, just still cold. The weather is terrible. You might,
3: you can get lucky, but I find that in New York, you're always looking forward to March and March, like a lot of the time because it's theoretically better than February, but it just doesn't end up panning out that way. Yeah. It ends up being dog shit again. And then in April, you're expecting it to be better and it's still terrible for like, yeah, till the end of april right it's not a weather town dude
0: it could it could it could go well i could have a good day i don't need it to be perfect that's why the theme because people are going to wear coats to an après ski themed right. thing um which and is perfect if, but i'm worried it's going to rain if it rains we'll just have it inside um
3: no harm no foul dude
0: yeah um <laughs> okay dude Gee, I've been spending so much time in the Serpentarium. You're looking huge. I really am. You look great. I I didn't realize until I, I was on someone else's podcast and I was wearing a shirt and I hadn't seen like a clip of myself. Oh, yeah. In a while in this particular disc, I don't know what it was, but people were like, whoa. I saw this clip. I think the it was Python. a column. Uh, no, it was actually Adele's podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Okay. Um, but I, yeah, the, the pythons are coming along. I'm having a lot of fun. And I have to say a big part of my dietary re- regimen is starting my day with magic spoon. Dude, I
3: love it. No better way to start the day. Healthy and delicious cereal. Zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein. Only four net grams of carbs in each serving and only 140 calories per each serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and you can build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and Francis' favorite, maple waffle. Go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a custom bundle of cereal. Be sure, sure to use our promo code oops at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon so confident in their products back with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt free cereal magicspoon.com slash oops. Use the code OOPS for $5 off. I got something for you. Yeah. If you, I want to, I want to bring something up. Please. So, dude, we did, I did a road trip. Uh, as you all know, I love to do, and I got these guys on board for it, which is nice. There's something nice about when it's your road weekend, you sort of get to like make the, the plan and then you're like all right like this is the plan you can come or you don't have to come if you don't want Mm -hmm. and we went through georgia uh through to panama city beach and the way back went through alabama and dude i gotta say man i fucking love the south dude wow the south is very underrated i know that anybody from the south is that's maybe like annoying to hear me say but i feel like people from here don't like know about the south that much right like i don't know that many people who have gone to alabama like I don't know that many people who've been to Alabama.
0: I've never se- I've never set foot in Alabama. Yeah.
3: Alabama is awesome, and you know it's I it's I feel like people that I know up here don't know that, and I would like them to check it out and see it for themselves.
0: Why is it awesome?
3: It's just a good. It's a good spot, dude. There's cool stuff to do. There's fun stuff. Everybody's super fucking nice, dude. People in the South are just so nice. We've talked about this before. There's something great about encountering friendly people that is underrated.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
3: Um you know rich with culture and it was just a good time dude like i loved panama city beach it felt a little more like the south than it did feeling like quote the florida that new yorkers are used to going to like dade county or like Mm -hmm. miami it's a completely different vibe um but like super rad and like Mm -hmm. better and nice to catch that different vibe it's just a it was different than what i had done Mm it was dope i liked it a lot
0: um now let me ask you something when you're in Alabama, how easy is it to find a good coffee shop?
3: Very easy,
0: dude. They've got, you know, the steaming Depends bean where you are. with where you can go in and say, I want an iced oat milk latte with an extra shot of espresso. I want a half cap. I want one espresso regular and one decaf espresso shot. And they're gonna have that. They can do okay, that for so you. This is
3: what I'll say. In the big, like in Birmingham, like in a big city, like I'm sure that will be easy to find. Yeah. If you get, if you're not, it might not be, but that's not easy to find outside of, like if you're not in this New York city or like a close suburb, it's not easy to like where I'm from in Connecticut. It's hard to find that.
0: You when, go when to you the local out. coffee shop in a, a town that has at least whatever, five thousand, ten thousand, five thousand 10,000, 5,000 residents. There's a good chance that they're going to have. All right. If anybody in
3: in Higginham or Haddam know of a place that has what he just ordered, let me know because I want to go to it because I don't think that we have that in, in that town. And are that, they gonna that have town has let's 8, simplify it?
0: There. Are they gonna have milk alternatives and how many?
3: Okay, fine. Fair question.
0: Are they only gonna have soy milk or will they have soy and almond? I don't
3: milk? know the, I don't know the answer to that specifically, but like I don't know that's like a specifically Alabama thing. Like there's been times where I've been in other states. No,
0: of course, you know, but fine. I'm just saying, Alabama, call you know any of those states. Like, mm. you'll
3: be able to find that milk in the grocery store, but they might not have it at the coffee shop. But I actually also don't fucking know
0: how far might you have to travel to find oat milk? Is my question. I don't know. I don't know. You know how there are food deserts in America? Yes. You ever heard that term?
3: No, but I it, it resonates. I don't know the answer. If you're in one of the big cities, you'll be able to find everything you need.
0: The concept of a food desert really makes me nervous and uncomfortable. I feel you. There are families that that buy their groceries at 7-Eleven. That shop. Yeah. You know, for their food at like convenience stores.
3: I re- I remember I ordered a milk alternative in Kansas and the girl told me that she had never poured it before.
2: Interesting.
3: I forget where. I think it was in Wichita. Chris, you got Chris, something?
2: What's Do you do these like small towns, do they even like have coffee shops? Like that's what I was wondering. Sometimes they don't. And like and if they do, it's probably just a Starbucks, and I assume they'll have that stuff. So yeah. 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 So if
3: you have a Starbucks, dude, town I grew up in does not have a Starbucks. There's now a Dunkin' Donuts. That didn't exist there when I was a kid. And if you want to go to get a more sort of if you want to get like more options, you have to drive like 15 or 20 minutes. But like, you know, most of these places are within some sort of like bigger area where mm-hmm. you can get shit done. Uh, especially when it's like tighter together. One thing I will say, it's like, you know, a reminder, and I know that this is annoying because this is like a through line, a theme of mine, but like to just assume that this that Alabama is however way you think it is, is just a ridiculous thing to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No place is black and white um no place is just like that obviously one way or another way and i think that you know the south is super underrated in that capacity amongst the people that i encounter up here who think things about it and they're just like not right at all about it um kind of goes back to our old thing like you should be forced to have thanksgiving with people who are different from you Mm. you know what i mean
0: well okay can i tell you what i picture alabama yeah being yeah and you tell me if i'm wrong I I picture a lot of fast food chains, um, big stretches of of clusters of you know Taco Bell. So
3: no different than literally any of the other states in the country. There's that they have that everywhere. It's not like more so than you would expect in New Jersey or like.
0: So my question is, you know, how many sort of down home family run restaurants that make. How easy is it, to, is it to find, like, a, a diner that has a, a, a an unusual and individual take on a classic Southern dish?
3: I have Dude, I don't know. These are, like, very specific questions. Like, like if you were... <laughs> they definitely are there, though. Like, you can get a good fucking awesome Southern meal for sure. And especially, like, the different... I mean, dude, I don't know. Just, we, we drove through so many different parts, and I've been one other time, and just both times, I just thought it was, like, really nice everybody was just like everybody that i encountered was just like really sweet in this way where i wanted to like hold old ladies hands and walk them into the fucking gas stations i was at Mm -hmm. and shit i don't know Mm -hmm. whatever and we just kind of stopped at like historical shit you know how i how i roll Mm -hmm. four national park stops along the way uh went to tuskegee institute (laughs) that's cool and like where the airmen the tuskegee airmen flew in and out of we went to some random like place where Andrew Jackson slaughtered a bunch of native americans Ooh. which i didn't even know existed it like is unrelated to any war that i'd ever heard about mm. um whatever it was dope um but you know in panama city very much panama city beach very much has the uh, like a similar vibe and similar types of people mm-hmm. and like Rudy was pretty chill I
0: don't know cool fair enough isn't panama city by the way where they a lot of high schools do sort of spring break
3: so, in college too
0: yeah' sorry that's I think that's what I mean,
3: yeah, yes, and it definitely has that vibe from what I understand, people say at one point, they tried to sort of like shut it down a few years ago, and they were kind of successful and have since brought it back, but there's still a rule like during a specific period of time you're not allowed to drink on the beach at all because like it uh, was just getting too wild down yeah. there, and people were like dying every year and shit
0: that's where they have the big fights what fight but like I always see huge fights on the beach like brawls yeah oh i believe that in panama city
3: i believe it um we did go to the coyote ugly bar which Mm. is like pretty that's always like a fun thing to do well they have those in a lot of of cities cities, yeah Yeah. yeah. um yeah but whatever it was fun good night life um all right dude i have something that i wanted to tell you about that i thought you think it's funny good um so when i was a kid i was trying to figure out a way to cheat on my Spanish test uh, because I just didn't feel like fucking studying and when it's like vocab when it's a vocab based test, it's actually easier to cheat because if it's just like a very specific things you need to remember, you can refer to some kind of guide mm-hmm. and easily cheat so I came up with a very have I talked about this before I came up with a very specific and what I think is a clever way to cheat so you know when you go to like some golf course or you go to like a a golf tournament and they'll have those pens where like every time you click the pen a different one of the sponsors pops up in this like little window. I think I know what you mean. On either side of the pen. So it'll be like, boom, raise auto, boom. And when I say boom, I'm clicking the pen. Uh, you know, AJ's pizza, Dino's pizza. Oh, I
0: thought you were detonating a nearby building. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I thought this was boom. a writing utensil <laughs> for advertising. <laughs> boom.
3: Yeah, no, I realized I was pantomiming and act- the action when most of you guys are just listening to this. That's pretty funny. Okay, so- what I would do is I would deconstruct the pen, and I would take the cylinder that had all the sponsors on them, and I would mm-hmm. tape the answers to the tests over them. So every time I clicked the pen, I would just get a new answer, and it was a pretty effective way so, to cheat.
0: So, I mean, look, I'm going to say what I've, so many people have said before, but the effort required to set that up, to me, seems more arduous than actually memorizing the 10 vocab words. So
3: here's why I don't agree with that. Because memorizing the 10 vocab words requires multiple sessions of effort. Whereas arranging this pen, you do it one time, you're done, you're good. And you don't have to study or worry about it. And you're going to get a 100.
0: Oh, and interesting.
3: Also, so it's also fusion. So like, say you even study a little and there's a few things that are tripping you up. You want to just go outside and play wiffle ball. You fucking grab that pen out of the golf bag, take it out. Put the five words that are tripping you out on it, put the pen back together, and you're good, dude.
0: What do you mean, fusion? What?
3: Okay, so say there's 80 vocab words. You can't possibly put all 80 of them on the pen.
0: Yeah, but what quiz okay, has fine. 80 vocab, vocab words? 20 vocab words. Yeah.
3: Say, you know, that, that cylinder is limited. You can only put six or seven vocab words on there. Yeah. So you pick the six or seven that are tripping you up. You already know the other 13. It's actually a foolproof, a foolproof way of studying and cheating
0: So you're telling me that you are now out playing wiffle ball while looking at a pen that has Spanish vocab words? (laughs) No. You're blending those two activities? No.
3: no. Fusion of studying and cheating, not a fusion of wiffle ball. Where did the wiffle ball come from? I'm saying I would prefer to play wiffle ball instead of studying because I've got to be honest, this guy Charlie in the neighborhood would get more home runs per at bat and I needed to out at bat him to have a prayer. Of having the home run, title and the, the only the way
0: to do that was to make cut down on your studying time correct. by creating a, a a James Bond pen, correct. That had six the six hardest vocab words of the twenty, correct, dude. And yet you still managed to memorize the other fourteen, no problem.
3: Y- yes, and I needed some insurance.
0: I mean. <laughs> I, I don't. E- I guess I can't argue with that. I, I, Listen,
3: I, I say what you want about it, dude, but fucking ch- ch- solid. <laughs> Francis just got got back to the apartment. Hillary and I were reconnected. It was a wonderful moment. Good. She was asleep when I woke up in the morning and saw her again. She was standing over me, holding a piping hot cup of Brooklyn Roasting you know, Company coffee it, for if, me.
0: If that doesn't make you appreciate your significant other and realize you know, that's, that's as good as it gets in as life, as it gets. then you're dead. You're done. You're toaster strudel, <laughs> boy. You're toast. With an eye. So,
3: uh... <laughs> Dude, if she didn't have... If she didn't have a meeting coming up, I would have put that mug down and pulled her back into the old bed. I'll Whoa! Tell you that, tell you that much. A little pal.
0: hanky meet the panky. She's lucky she had a uh, Zoom meeting in three minutes. She is lucky she had a Zoom meeting. Uh, <laughs> if I know you, you get one whiff of that Brooklyn roasting, that Oops blend. It's you know a the there is lead in the pencil, <laughs> and I don't mean the type of pencil that you could use to cheat. Uh, on your spanish vocab quiz with <laughs> so go to brooklynroasting.com use promo code OopsBeans, beans and you'll get five percent off your order our oops blend is still going strong i'm so loving good. it i have it every morning it's the way we start our day yep. we hope you do too brooklynroasting.com promo code OopsBeans. beans
2: See. can i tell a story yeah sure um so i also terrible at vocab really bad at it and so our teacher used to let us listen to music while we took the vocab test so what i did was oh, i right. recorded myself talking the words <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh i did it a few times but then one time he just came over and he was like Oh, is that you? Because he was like, "Oh, let me hear it." I was like, "Ah, oh, you're not gonna like it. It's like rap. You you wouldn't like it." And he's like, "No, no, no. I really want to listen." And then He puts the headphone in, and it's just me talking. He knew yeah. it was
3: you. It was what you. You, you being like, "You're so impressed. La Biblioteca,
2: <laughs> library.
3: Oh my god! So there and was then, no way for you to change the track, like change. Uh, I mean, quickly? he would have
2: seen. He would have seen it. Did you get in big trouble? Um, not really. So he was like a really cool teacher in that. He he told me that Sold I could weed to all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that I could he would pass me, but I had to get up in front of the class and use all the vocab words I cheated with and write a rap song and perform it in that front is of the fucking class. Good. Wow. And that I did is good. that and he gave me like a sixty-five or whatever passing is. Did you crush this rap song? I don't remember. I think I did though.
0: I here's something. I, I don't understand how teachers can stop people from cheating. At, at this point. With what iPhones can do because you can't stop kids yeah. from going to the bathroom in the middle of the test, right? Correct. And you can't force them to leave their phone.
3: Maybe you can force them to leave their phone when they walk into the classroom, like before the test. Everybody put their phones here, like a yonder bag, and
0: that's that would be the you way you have a burner easily. I, I I want yeah, that's fair. But I mean, the other piece of it is, I feel like as a teacher you get a new crop of students every year you get to a point where you're like the kids that are going to try to better themselves and actually learn the shit are are going to be the way they are and the kids who are going to cheat and cut corners are going to be the way that they are right and it's not up to me to determine who fucks their own life over in the end because the kids who didn't learn it <laughs> Dude,
3: I- here, I, like th- that is also a very black and white way to look at it. Dude. But, but,
0: but, like,
3: I have turned out to be an okay. Adult.
0: I'm not saying that you were <laughs> that. I'm not over. saying that you know your pen wiffle ball scheme <laughs> sent you on a track to, to of failure. Of Clearly, not. Deceit. But I think that there are, you know, there are. Uh, there's much worse cheating than cheating on a Spanish vocab test. I'm assuming you didn't. Have some cheating scheme for all the tests you ever took, right? right, right, right. Um, and so, but there are kids that are that are just never gonna. They're just bad apples. They're just that's that their only recourse. Yeah. And if you're a teacher, it would be exhausting to try to constantly keep an eye on the the two or three bad apples in the class and make sure they didn't step yeah. out of line to the detriment of the other students. Right? So, um, yeah. instead of focusing all your attention on them you just say like "Ah, they don't realize it but they're only hurting themselves Mm. um i'm aware of what's going on and i'm i'm it's not for me like uh, i'm not god right
3: um ryan what's up yeah share a cheating story and i want to do an email then we can bring it home
1: so i don't know if this is fucked up or not but at ccd right before confirmation what's that? Um God. It's religious religious school. Oh. So right before like conference-
0: Hebrew school for Christians? Yeah. How long do you go?
1: From maybe first grade all the way through eighth grade. How often? Once a week. Did you do it too, Chris? For how many hours? One to maybe between one and three. I don't really remember. Is it Let's Bible study stuff? Yeah, Bible study stuff. Okay. So we had to take an exam in eighth grade before we could get confirmed. We had the, the written exam, and then you had to meet with the priest. And so for the written exam part, it was on a Scantron, and it was probably 50 questions. It was a lot of questions. And there's this kid that sat next to me, and he was always cheating off of me. And we, I didn't like him, because we played baseball together, and he was always a dick. And I knew this test was very important and this is very cynical by the way that's
0: as mean as ryan's ever gonna get (laughs) sorry keep going
1: you you might think otherwise after i finish so (laughs) i i i'm not gonna like tell on him for cheating but i knew that he was always looking over at me and so for this final exam i decided to fill out my information uh the answers that i thought were correct inside the booklet and then i would put an incorrect answer on purpose on the scantron and I let it kind of peek out a little bit to the left so that he had a good view of it. And I could visibly see him 1 through 50 following and marking in every single answer that I had put in.
3: So you had already, you had pre-filled out a, a co- incorrect scantron.
1: I was d- doing them right side by side. So if the correct answer was C, I would circle C in my booklet, and then check off A on the Scantron.
0: Yeah, but why, why, weren't you, were they not checking the scantrons? So
1: what happened was... How did you not, yeah. yeah. So when I was finished, and he was finished, I was looking through the booklet and pretending to, you know, pretending like I was checking my answers and everything like that. He went up and submitted his Scantron. Uh, and then I went up and I said, Excuse me, I think I made too many smudges on my Scantron. Can I have another one so I can transfer it? Oh my it? god! Oh, savage, nice. savage, excellent, Ryan. Savage. This is what we like. And that is really good. I, I don't know what happened. Not my problem.
3: That kid's going to hell.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> I felt very satisfied. Satisfied as you should, dude. That's really solid. That's great. That, that is really, really solid. good, you Ryan. Can't keep
3: a good man down.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: you can't keep a good man down. I mean,
3: that's really good, dude.
0: Now what? What? What happens once you've done the test is you get confirmed, you get to do your confirmation. Yes. And if you fail
1: the test, you not get to do your confirmation. I'm sure this person got the opportunity to make it up, but it was strongly said throughout the entire final year that you need to focus on this test. You can't mess it up. And it was just kind of set in our minds that there was no, uh, you could not fail this test. It was. It was like if you don't fail, the, if you fail this test, you're not going to get confirmed. That was the expectation that was set amongst you have everybody. To try again. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's
3: kind of like the driver's, the
1: driver's test. Driver's test.
0: Yeah.
3: Could you take sample CCD tests online?
1: I don't think so. Don't... To
3: prepare, I didn't get confirmed.
1: No, we just had to study our our booklets and stuff. Man, crazy. I gotta tell you,
0: I just uh, I, from first to eighth grade, if you had. If my parents had said you have to do an hour, one to three hours of theology, additional theology work per week, I would have had a really hard time doing it. I would have I would have I not have well. been able to get through that.
3: That would have been difficult.
0: I really I mean, how did you guys did you stick with it all the way through eighth grade?
2: Yeah, that's just what you do. Everybody does it, you know. You just suck it up and you just do it because there's no other way, you know.
0: Eight years, yeah. Three hours a week,
2: yeah. I don't know if it was three, maybe like one and a half, two, maybe. I
3: gotta be honest. It can't, it couldn't have been that hard,
2: right? No, it wasn't. It's you get just to like, hang out with your friends. Yeah. No one really pays attention, but it's you
3: kind of to commiserate together that yeah. you have to do this.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. That's hard. But you live in your parents' house and you do what they you say. do, what they want. Yeah. So, okay. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair
0: enough.
3: Um, okay. Want to do this email? Yes. Okay. So I think this is, this falls nicely in line in a, in a way with sort of the stuff that we talked about in the last episode. So I think you guys are like this one. Um, hey guys, whenever I find myself in an awkward social scenario, I think of you. Here's one from the weekend. <clears throat> it's true, right? Back in January, my wife and I decided to take a, uh, decided to take a, decided to plan a weekend getaway in February to a popular party city. We asked a couple that we're friends with, if they'd be interested in coming. They took their time being noncommittal until finally we told them we wanted an answer so we could decide on a place to book. They said they were in. So I sent a few Airbnb links to the group chat and we all decided on one. It wasn't a crazy luxurious place, but it was like a four figure sum of money for the weekend. I booked it and paid entirely upfront, figuring that they would pay their half later on. The trip was this past weekend. We all had an awesome time, but there was never any indication that they were going to pay their part. Not wanting to create an awkward rift at the start of the trip, I didn't even mention anything and hope they would just square up at the end. Didn't happen. Expenses during the trip, meals, dinner, drinks, splits, uh, everything was pretty evenly split. At the outset, I never specifically stated that we would split the bill, but figured that since we waited for them to book the place, made the Airbnb decision collaboratively and got a bigger space than we would have otherwise, that it was apparent we would split the bill. Am I wrong for assuming we would split? Should I feel bad asking them for cash now? What is the best course of action from here?
0: Yeah, you gotta ask. I think it's lodging on a trip. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, what on earth would make them, other couple, think that that was included for them? Yeah. It's not like, you know, totally.
3: To avoid this in the future, there's a way to sort of be clear about it at the beginning. Be like, are you cool with this? And then I'll, then we'll pay and we'll Venmo you at the end. No, and there's no question.
0: Yeah. And another way is to include the other people about the lodging you're considering booking.
3: Which is what he did, though.
0: He said, I think we should stay here.
3: No, he said, he said, we decided, we made the Airbnb decision collaboratively. And once they agreed on the weekend and they, they, he sent them a bunch of links for different places.
0: Then I would bet that, the other couples just waiting to be told, right? What they right. know—that's possible. I think this guy has thought himself into a tizzy.
3: Which this is a lesson to be learned. Like, don't be in the position where someone has to ask you. Just like be upfront with it. Like, there's nothing fucking annoys me more than when I go to dinner, lunch with people and I'm like, they're like I'll, I'm like, I'll put it on my card, just Venmo me, and I request them, and th- like that's annoying to have to request somebody, yeah. and when they don't do it immediately, I'm annoyed. If you wait one hour, I find that annoying.
0: People do it immediately. People live in two camps on this.
3: What do people think?
0: Well, there's two camps on this. What's the other camp? I'm in your camp. Settle Pay up fast. immediately. Don't make people feel uncomfortable. Don't yeah. chase people for it. Don't make people chase you. Um but there are people who uh wait a long time. But why? And they kind of keep this loose ledger in their heads. Of what they owe, or what, you know, from different things. And then the next time that you're with that person, if there's something, they might be like, oh, yeah, I got this. You got that thing two, three that. weeks ago. But I have, I have dear friends like that, and they, they live that way and they're okay with it.
3: So there's one thing. So that's fine. But as long as we've agreed that we're going to do it that way, I got this one. I got this one means you'll get the next one. I'll Venmo you does not mean you'll get the next one.
0: Right. You know? Right. I think the key is you need to be consistent with whatever way you're going to do it.
3: I just think you need to communicate because you do. Of course, you have to be consistent. But like, I don't know what your way is. I'm paying the fucking thing. We're a group. Why am I paying $500 for the group? And you're just not going to like everyone else is paying me. You're not going to pay. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I mean, it makes it so much more complicated. It's one thing if like we go to dinner. And I get it, and, and you're like, I'll get the next one. Right. Done. Right?
0: I, I am still owed for our Telluride trip. Really? And I know my buddies wouldn't have a problem with me talking about this because uh, there's two issues. One is um, the two guys that I was with are both just like, they're very generous guys. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, and this is where it gets murky, mm-hmm. they will cover things that are expensive and then not ask anyone to pay mm-hmm. and it's it's you know it's neglect or not what who knows it's just that it doesn't even they're not even thinking about it and then you are troubled to ask them to reimburse you for things you've covered because they've covered because something. you're like well i remember when we would did this like that must have cost i don't even know what that yeah, cost yeah. but they never asked me to pay i i you know they did It never came up Whatever. Um, and on this trip, you know, we went to a dinner where one of my friends, one of my buddies, is—he's really into wine. His family's got a winery; they're amazing. And he took the reins on the wine ordering. Uh, I know the story. I think. And <laughs> you didn't tell him the pod though. Yeah, we—he took the reins on the. I just took the wine list. It's really fancy restaurant we were at, and was like ordering bottles and asking the sommelier questions to the extent where like. He had established himself very clearly in the eyes of the sommelier as a person in the know because he you know he sells wine for his family's wine a company mm-hmm. and so he knows wine lists and he knows all that and he was just choosing and we were like dude run the show yeah but he ran the show his way which meant that the price points were far higher than
3: but did you say run the show to him?
0: We said, dude, do your thing. And he, no, he's aware enough, I'm sure, to know that if he's going to ask people to split the wine bill, then he's going to okay the, the prices of each bottle be- with the table before. Yeah, you need to. You need with, to be like, because
3: yeah. like, if you guys don't give me a price range, I will go overboard. Yeah. You need to say that.
0: And he went, his, he went dark. he went rogue he went rogue and he was like we're having this then it was like we're gonna have have this bottle next and we were like "Hmm, sounds good and at the end of the meal he immediately the waiter came over and he was like put all of the alcohol on this card." he said that yeah solid and just just took it solid and then we were like all right dude well we'll i mean we'll get your dinner you know yeah and we did and that was fine We don't know. I mean, I do know what he spent on the wine. We kind of like pieced it together. But I mean, he spent so much more Mm -hmm. than we did on the dinner now. And it was amazing. Yeah. But here's the issue. He owes me like $450 for the Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And compared to what he spent on wine at that dinner, it's like, I I feel ridiculous asking him for it. However,
3: they're just not the same thing.
0: I I kind of agree. They're just not the same thing.
3: And if he wasn't there, you wouldn't have gotten that kind of wine. The, uh, Very nice of him to do it. Yeah. But like, you'd prefer having the part or the Airbnb split, as as opposed to having I'll a night just of wine tasting.
0: Drink Capri Suns. <laughs> the other problem is that the other buddy is owed much more than me, and he's oh. not pushing for it. Oh yeah. And. The lack of a united front for settling up, especially with me being the one looking to collect crumbs mm. on the dollar here, it is sucks. making me feel pathetic and annoying. But yeah, like so there, there $450 are four hundred and fifty dollars—a lot of money to me. I, I need. I want that money.
3: So this is the this is the thing. So back to our the the email. Sometimes there are times where. If you don't communicate properly at the beginning, the right play is to let it go. And to avoid yeah. and, and I'm not saying that is necessarily the right play in your situation, but you might end up deciding that the move for you in this situation is to let it go. You might decide that. You might do it begrudgingly. You might do it with a smile on your face. I don't know how you'll get there or if you even will have to get there. But by communicating up front very clearly, doesn't have to be annoying or anal of you. You can completely avoid getting in the situation next time. That's what I say to you. And it might not, there was no way to do that for you. Mm -hmm. But as as a general rule, you know what I
0: mean? My problem is that I cannot afford right now to get boned. Whereas there are times in my life where I can. Mm. And yet, if that's the case, I am being inconsistent with my collections. So what are you going to do? I'm going to send one more text.
3: Have you sent texts already? Yes. How many?
0: We touched on it two days after we got home. And he I was sent like, another, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, yep, absolutely sounds good. And then the other guy was like, yeah, let me just check when I get home. Mm. And then I didn't hear anything for another week or two. And then I sent another follow-up text, and it was like sort of same deal. And now we're just in a place where... Mm. And by the way, not for nothing, <laughs> I have a... M- an absolutely uh photographic recall of all of the money that is owed to me outstanding mm.
3: i know that i know that I know, I know that feeling
0: bets specifically that were that were wagered you know as a joke uh that i won that nobody paid me for
3: which by the way i paid you for our joke bet on the air do you remember that what 20 bucks if you could name five winter olympics
0: That's right you i did I, I promptly paid that one yeah yeah i smoked um, i smoked that sorry sorry to no. give
3: myself a pat on the back in no the it's good
0: your... dude i'm with you man <laughs> if i'm if i if i if, if you go through the fucking rigmarole of pitching a bet and shaking hands on it or being like bet yeah and then you don't pay okay. what's the point we're good about money we live in a society
3: in this capacity
0: it it the 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 fabric comes apart at the seams if people do not honor their bets
3: i know i know yeah
0: we're good about money we're very good about money
3: you gotta be just makes it weird for no reason
0: yeah now the last piece the guy who owes me 450 Mm dollars against all odds i don't even know how this happened his credit card ended up in my wallet And I said to him, why don't you just let me go have a day at Moncler? And he was like, ha ha, have at it. And, you know, I guess uh, that's with interest accruing.
3: Is that that what's actually going to happen? It could. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It could.
0: We'll see. We'll see.
3: Um, All right. All right. Oops, the podcast, everybody.
0: City Winery, Boston, March 24th. Don't you forget to get your tickets. Tickets at com. Also on the City Winery website and OOPS podcast. And my website. Yep. Check them out. Last thing, um, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club, April 8th and 9th. My big shows. I hope you guys will come out to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Big meet and great fun party, etc. See you there.